1: Today's podcast is a bonus episode. I was just so excited about the mental freedom research we've been doing that I wanted to call together my newly certified mental freedom practitioners and specialists to talk about their experiences. I've been conducting supervision with them, so I've already been hearing some of the stories of things that have already happened with clients who were exposed to these ideas, and I wanted to give them a chance to talk about it and you a chance to hear about it. To my guests on the podcast, when you speak for the first time, if you could just say your name, where you're from, and whether you're a coach and or a counselor, and the type of clientele that you work with. I'm so excited to get started. Are you ready?
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Okay. (laughs) In order to become certified in mental freedom, you had to go through the mental freedom experience yourself, meaning the six psychoeducational sessions of mental freedom. What was that like
0: for you and did anything change because of it? I'll go first. I'm Ruby Powell and I'm from the South Suburban area of Chicago. And I am both a coach and a counselor. And for me, the mental freedom experience created such an aha moment for me personally, because there were some things that I was hiding that I didn't even realize I was still hiding. And so it caused me to really take an an introspective look at myself so that I can get free in areas in order to help other people. As a coach and counselor, it's important that we're free so that we can help others on their journey to freedom. Excellent. Thank you so much, Ruby.
2: Hi, I'm Teresa Greco. I am a coach here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. I'm a certified life coach that specializes in happiness and spirituality. And I have been inspired in many different programs. I also certify life coaches here with a program in Canada. And so going through Kim's program, when she offered me the opportunity, it was exciting because of what I had known about Kim and choice theory and the work that she was doing. But what was most appealing to me about the Mental Freedom Program is that in just six weeks, you learn tools that help you to help yourself. My brand very much is, it's the Steps to Happiness. That's my coaching company, Steps to Happiness Coaching. And it's very much about giving people the steps that they need to help themselves. And so Kim's program is all about that. That in just six weeks, you are given tools that can help you to apply really to any situation that happens. And I thought that that was also amazing that it didn't matter whether it was addiction or mental health or personal relationships, professional relationships, really these tools can be applied to any situation, whether it's stuff that's still looming from the past, stuff that comes up every day, as well as you know things that you may be fearing and and worrying and feeling anxious about in the future. I'm very aligned with that mission of the program I was so excited to go through it. I loved every single week. I was so excited to learn about what the next tool was. I still feel that enthusiasm when I teach it with my clients.
1: All right, great. Thank you. Jean, you are next.
3: I'm Jean Still, and I come from Australia. I come now from a city called Bathurst, which was the first inland city in Australia, and it's 500 kilometers from Sydney. I've always been a Pollyanna. I've had a few quite enlarged holocausts in my life. I've overcome those because of my breeding and my upbringing from my mother, who was an amazing person. And I've always had that outlook. I've also been internationally involved in sport, in an extreme sport, on horseback. And I've had a lot to do with athletes, etc., with their programs and what they have had to put up with. I was 79 last week and up until September 2022 I was working full time everything was fine I had no chronic conditions and no symptoms I went into hospital for a basic operation and didn't come out of the anesthetic was brought back to life etc and to cut a long story short they discovered a lesion in my chest And I had five major procedures in six months. And in the middle of all of that, I had to change my lifestyle totally. And I've shifted from Sydney to Bathurst to be closer to family. And you just heard that I've had uh, radiation, etc. I won't expand on that. What I will expand on is my wonderful friend Kim and what she has produced here is brilliant. Now, as I say, I've always been a Pollyanna and I've always had a positive lifestyle and believe in happiness and, and helped a lot of people through their issues. But this mental freedom program outlaid a brilliant little format of the six points to follow as Teresa just said, to learn, and Ruby just said, to look back and reflect on my own personal management of what I was doing and perhaps changing some things a little bit, but working through what I had to work through. Kim, you may be pleased to know that email which you, something has to happen. I was going to let you know that somebody has got wind of what I've been doing, and I've been asked to join the University of the Third Age here, which is, I don't know if you have that program in the US, and it's um, educated people going back to university and sort of giving voluntary situations at the university. So a major university here, which is very involved in teaching and communications, I've been invited and I've put forward a submission to do a program next year, a course over eight weeks, on mental freedom. My submission has been accepted.
1: Hey, that's wonderful. Mental freedom spreads in Australia. I like it.
3: Absolutely. So I'll do that for the first term and the second term. I'll follow that up with Take Charge of Your Life. That's what the plan is, Kim.
4: All right,
1: excellent. When you get certified, you got a curriculum with all of the information from the six sessions. So I'm wondering actually three things. How did you find the curriculum? How easy or hard did you find sharing the information with your clients and were the clients able to understand the concepts? Because some of these concepts are challenging and I know that they're built on the concepts of choice theory and not everybody who takes the mental freedom experience has had any choice theory training and some of you have not had choice theory training. So I'm just wondering, how was the curriculum and how was getting the information out to your clients and their level of understanding?
4: Hi, everyone. My name is Carmela Navarro. I am a licensed clinical professional counselor and certified coach through Kim's Choice Theory Coaching, which is an amazing program. What I loved the most about working with clients, I have two clients that I'm coaching in mental freedom, but I also have used this significantly within my private practice What Kim did that was really nice is she put it in a really pretty package that we could follow step by step. As I'm going through this with the coaching clients, which was very smooth, and these three women are very willing and intelligent and want change, and I've worked with them in different aspects, it was a little bit easier. But the clinical side of it, when I'm working with clients, especially my younger professional women who are going through relationship transitions, this made the most sense to them these are medical professionals and police officers and teachers. And when I explain the two sections that really hit home for them are unconditional trust and the have tos, the want tos, but the story. Two of my clients, one is a professional. She's a medical professional, but the other one's a police officer. It's sad, the toxic relationships they've been involved in with men most of their adult life and how when they really hone into their story, they're like, wow, you mean this wasn't somebody telling me this? This was something I formulated in my head and we kind of broken it up into two parts where we're just identifying that part. And now what we're going to do is really identify now, how do we want to change it? What do we want it to look like? I had two really cool sessions yesterday with these women and lots of tears, lots of aha moments what I love about mental freedom is that it just kind of brings home the things that I've been doing around choice theory anyway, because that's what I use in my practice that just makes so much sense. And I love to see those light bulbs go off with these clients One of the things about mental freedom I've been talking to Miriam about and as well as some other colleagues that I've worked with with the military, this would be definitely something we could use with our service members. And we're kind of talking to other people that are in the installations that could possibly get us some weekly or monthly seminars for them. Teresa, I see you have your hand up.
2: Yes, I wanted to share that, as I mentioned before, I've been certified in many different types of life coaching programs. And what I loved about your curriculum is that it was all laid out for you. Pretty much if you wanted to read it, you could, although obviously you you wouldn't and you discourage people to do that. But if they really didn't know what to say, then everything there is pretty much scripted, including examples. Even for someone who might be new to coaching and may not have a lot of experience and stories to share where they could apply the lessons to, you have provided everything. And that is not usually something that you'll find. I think that the other ones are a little more theory based, and then it leaves you to try to find the words to say. As I said, your curriculum is so extensive that even if someone needed word by word, sentence by sentence assistance with that, it's all in the curriculum. So I want to applaud you for that. Like I said, for anyone that is looking, maybe who's just starting out in the coaching field, I think that
1: your curriculum is, is wonderful in that respect. Thank you so much.
5: Yama. My name is Yama, and uh, I stumbled upon your program to come here, who is my sister throughout my military years. I just wanted to say I totally agree with what everybody is saying. I feel like you're just taking the words out of my head. And what Teresa just said about it being a very complete, it's like a transcript completely from top to bottom. You don't even have to add anything, change anything. And that makes it very simplified for new coaches or somebody who's not experienced in coaching. Because I started about four years ago, so I'm fairly new. But this program makes me feel so much more confident as a coach. And it actually helped me with my other programs that I offer. Kudos to that. And it's just amazing. The things that I got from it have been life-changing. You don't realize how much you have in the back of your head that you pushed and you don't want to even talk about it or think about it. And going through this, within six weeks, you were able to dig deep. I've had breakthrough more than I've had with my own therapist. This was life-changing. That's amazing.
1: I appreciate that. Thanks so much. My next question has to do with your clients. Did any of you experience any important breakthroughs like you were just talking about, Yama, with your clients? And can you describe them without, of course, violating any confidentiality? I don't want to know who, but can you share that?
0: Yeah. And working with one of my current clients, this actually just happened last week. As we were digging into some of the things that she had been experiencing and why she had been making some of the choices that she was making, she had a real aha moment and said, I'm making these decisions because I need to be needed. I didn't recognize that in the past in terms of the decisions that she was making to always rescue her adult children. I think her youngest is 31. She's got a 31, and 33, and a set of twins that are 36. Every single moment, she's rescuing them. Instead of coaching them through the adult phase of life, she's rescuing. She also said, I realized that I don't really talk to my children unless they need something. And then they call and I run to the rescue. She said, I feel like now that that's my only connection with them is them needing me. I think it was Karm that talked about the tears and that breakthrough for her was phenomenal. That's
1: awesome. Thank you, Ruby. Anybody else have any? Oh, Dr. Roby, Pat Roby, please.
6: Hello, I'm Dr. Pat Roby and I am a counselor and I am also a member of a senior faculty member of the Glasser Institute. So I'm all familiar with choice theory, but I'm talking now from my experience as a professor of counseling and counselor education at a university Kim came to talk to our our students on a weekend lab in personal stress management in the sense that it was a weekend process. It was similar to a group counseling model. And so one of the things that was really significant is the feedback that I got from the students, which is actually in writing. Some of the things that they talked about that was really life altering for them was in particular the idea of responsibility versus responsibility. And understanding that they don't have to take responsibility for something that's out of their control. And the unconditional trust challenge. Uh, One person said it's something she can implement into her life moving forward. And the other thing I'm just looking at notes here. My biggest learning was your expectation of others are yours alone. They didn't break your heart. They are your emotions, not theirs. And this is a consistent theme that I saw through the time that they were learning this process, but also in the feedback when we discussed it on the next day. In their final papers, they talked about how transformative it was. So it was really exciting to see how this could be used in a group process that was coming from an educational standpoint, but turned into something much, much more in terms of altering a life.
1: Wow. Thank you for that,
2: Pat. Teresa? I would say it was a huge breakthrough with one of my clients too. And it was lesson four, which is changing the narrative in our heads. She gained lots really every week and was able to apply it to different situations. But there was something that happened to her in high school. She was in an abusive relationship as a young teenager and had been carrying some hurt and upset, some painful emotions from that relationship. It still was in the background, even in her current marriage. So going through that particular lesson allowed her to rewrite the story that she had been telling herself about her part in that relationship. She was able to come to a realization that she was just like a young girl at the time. And with the information that she had and the knowledge of herself and the world and all of that, she was able to forgive herself even though she had felt that she had moved past, it was still something that was holding her back, especially in her current relationship. That particular lesson, she would say of all the different things that she learned and all the different ways that she was able to benefit for herself, and also extending it now to her own teenage children, it was rewriting that very painful story that she had been holding on to that made a huge difference.
1: Wow. Thanks for sharing that, Teresa. I'm curious. If you think that there are people that mental freedom wouldn't be good for, who would that be? Because I know it's not for everybody.
3: Yes, because I was so ill and not only being ill, being in hospital, et cetera, et cetera, but also having to shift in the process of shifting as well. I didn't have time for as many people as I've had in the past. But one person I was working with, he's been in the military, he's been overseas and he was suffering. He's a hell of a jovial fellow and can do all sorts of things for everybody. But when I put this to him, he said, oh, God, I don't need any more people to telling me what I should do. <laughs> and I said, well, I'm not telling you what I should do. He said to me, well, I love you. So if this helps you, I'll do it with you. <laughs> and he did. But then he got back to me and said, do you know, I thought I had it all sorted But now I look at this platform and he said, the way it's laid out, it's very good to refer to. And Mm. he said, I take a deeper look at myself and et cetera and follow that through. Yeah, so that's just one that I had and I was pleased that I had that reaction with him.
1: Yeah, it didn't sound like he wanted to have that reaction, but I'm glad he did. Oh, no, he he was
3: going to tell me he'd been to so many psychiatrists and psychologists and everybody had everything right for him. But it's the old story that we look at and where we're coming from is the psychiatrist, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. There's so many bodies looking at the so-called fact-finding and the blame game and perpetuating the victim. And that's exactly
1: what mental freedom does not do. Thanks for that, Jean. Teresa, I see you again.
2: As a coach, I would say that the mental freedom program is as other coaching programs are not for those who are not interested in making the change. <laughs> that they're stuck. They're yeah. stuck in their stories and they are content, I suppose, in some respect, with how they're living. There was a quote that we learned going through the program to. It's something to do with the pain of changing. No, the pain has
1: to be worse than the pain of changing. Something like that. Kim, what is it? The pain of staying the same has to exceed their fear of change.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that that's clever. Yeah. And that someone, I think, has to be maybe at that point, that someone who may be reluctant. Again, another part of this program is that when you said, who is it not for? I can't see it not being helpful, not being for anybody, right? Because it's not anyone that has been diagnosed with a particular mental illness or some kind of disease in order to go through this program. That's what makes it different than counseling and therapy and some of the things that people feel like they're broken, But I don't believe that anyone is broken. The essence of who we are is always whole, healed, and complete. And so it is really about arming ourselves with tools that we can use to live our best life and to give us that mental freedom that we're looking for. Instead of having our thoughts always go in a negative direction and painful direction, is that how do we get control of that? And then ultimately taking control of ourselves and our lives in that process. Again, I love the program because it applies to everybody and not just for somebody who thinks that they need help. We all need help. A lot of people don't have access to the tools or they don't know about the tools. And so this is really my opinion for everyone. Okay, great. Thank you.
6: Pat. So I agree with Teresa that the program really is beneficial for everyone. The only thing that I would add to it is that timing is important. When you have clients coming in and they have something weighing heavily on their souls, they're going through something that's intense and they feel maybe isolated and don't have someone that they can talk to. Sometimes I think that there needs to be time for space for people to actually just express what it is that they need to talk about. And then move them gently in the direction of mental freedom, giving them the freedom to be able to say what's on their minds before they start moving in the direction of healing and taking action. So that would be the only thing would be timing, I think would be important.
1: Yeah, good point, Pat. I'm curious how many of you, you all agreed to get certified in mental freedom to help me with the research that I was doing. And I can't tell you how much I appreciate that. I'm curious how many of you plan to continue to use mental freedom in your practice. Ruby, I saw you first.
0: Of course, you've heard my stories. I have made the statement that I will never not use mental freedom because it's appropriate for coaching and it's appropriate for counseling. Even very early on when I had to use some of your stories, it was just as appropriate as when I was able to develop my own stories. And now some of the stories that my clients are formulating are so resounding that I've even asked some of them permission to use some of theirs. Mm, Beautiful. Excellent.
1: Okay, Yama, you're next.
5: Definitely. I've already added it to my website. It's going to be one of the programs that I will be offering because it's the perfect blueprint to follow and it fits with any aspect of anything. So it doesn't matter if you're looking for how to set up goals or how to be successful in their fitness journey. You can apply this to any aspect of people's life.
1: All right.
4: (laughs) Good to hear. Carmela. Honestly, I think I've used it for. A long time in my clinical work, you just make it sound a lot better with your program and your curriculum. I will continue to use it. I find it extremely helpful working with clients who are dealing with domestic violence and with different levels of trauma. When it comes to our service members, I was just having this conversation with somebody this weekend, how difficult reintegration has been for this colonel who's been deployed a few times and the last deployment, really kicked up some PTSD, and he's struggling with finding purpose. All I'm thinking about is, okay, let's dive into where your responsible self is, and let's look at where you're stuck in your story. Like, this is what I'm thinking. One of the things that we both agreed on is reintegration is really hard when you've devoted your career, your life to service, even with other professionals that are in service. And when I retire, which most of our service members retire in their 40s and 50s, if they join early, what do I do now? has been a struggle. I'd love to incorporate this with our reservists in drill weekends and definitely continuing it through my practice, but in coaching the ladies that I'm doing the mental freedom with, they're like, well, what's going to happen after our last session? What else are we going to (laughs) do? So they don't want it to stop. So we're like, well, you know what? That's a great idea. Maybe we kind of expand on some of these things and have an empowerment group because I find out how you all did, but we were running out of time. Like really, we're running out of time with even with one person. It's like an hour isn't enough time for them. (laughs) So uh, that's something I'd like to consider as well.
1: Okay. I don't know that everybody on the call even knows this, but I have created a Facebook support group for people who've been through the mental freedom experience. And it's for everybody who's certified, of course, can join, but also the people who have been through the mental freedom experience and just want some support. Not that I think your idea of having your own empowerment group wouldn't be also excellent, but anybody who wants to join the mental freedom experience group just needs to send me their email address and asked me to add them and let me know where they took their mental freedom experience. I don't want people in there who haven't had it, but these are the people who've gone through the six weeks.
3: So, Jean, you're next. Just to expand on what Carmela just said, finding a purpose. I'm finding this with folks. I'm now living in a village of over 55. So it's people who are into retirement I'm doing a little bit of just chatting to them there. Also, as you know, Kim, I'm going to be going into the University of the Third Age next year with the course on mental freedom. Congratulations to Kim, because although so many of us here in this group are working and had very good programs, to be able to now refer to this platform of six, I find myself thinking, oh... Just go through the levels and expand on the levels and having that platform to work from simplifies the situation and doesn't need a great deal of explanation, but it can promote a very good dialogue with somebody who has concerns.
1: Good. Thank you.
3: Teresa.
2: I intend on having this as one of my main offerings. And so I'm an educator by profession, and I feel that the delivery of this program is very much in alignment with me as an educator, as a teacher. And so I would love to try to take the program into different educational settings, too it's interesting about some of what's being shared where it's being offered already. So I would love to find some of those avenues here in Canada to bring some awareness to it. Again, because my brand is very much about helping yourself, my own personal happiness journey, that's pretty much how it worked out for me too. Lots of different principles, practices, modalities, methodologies where I've been able to work through it and I want people to know don't suffer in silence like I did for a very long time. For those that maybe feel uncomfortable about doing the traditional route about because there's still maybe some stigma around not going to, to get counseling or therapy because then people think that they're sick. That really needs to be broken down. And I think that mental freedom is a great step in that direction.
1: Thank you. Yes. Mental freedom is more like a class or a course than it is therapy or coaching. Of course, the processing of the information becomes therapy or coaching and how you process it, but it could also be done just like course. And so there's no stigma really in taking a class. Yeah. Great. Thanks, Teresa. I have two questions and I'm going to ask them separately. The first one is, what would you say to someone who's considering joining a mental freedom experience? Would you recommend it? What would you tell them they're going to gain from it? And then I'm going to follow with the question about what would you say to someone, a counselor or a coach who's considering getting certified in mental freedom to use in their own work? Okay, I see Ruby, you're already. This is about just the six session mental freedom experience.
0: I would encourage anyone to take the mental freedom experience because one of the other ladies said, we all have some stuff. We all have things that we may have pushed to the back. We all have things that we may not have dealt with. I heard a saying many, many years ago when I first got into social service that every social worker have problems that they're trying to overcome. And that's the reason why they get into the helping profession. Initially, I rejected that notion, but as I became more self-aware, I realized that that was so true. I will say the same thing for mental freedom. There are some things that we are bound by that mental freedom will help us to get free from. I would highly, highly recommend it to anyone.
1: Okay, great. Thank you for that. The last question would be, what would you say to anyone who's considering mental freedom certification?
0: I'll just jump back on and say I would highly recommend that as well, (laughs) especially some of the professionals that I work with. I would recommend them to become practitioners as well, because it not only will it help them personally, but it will help their profession as well. Terrific. Thank
2: you, Teresa. I would say that we can ever not have enough tools in our toolkit. Mental freedom is just another perspective that offers six simple tools that to date, there isn't a situation that's come up where one of those tools hasn't been able to be applied. That's what's so cool about it. And I know that you're also trying to figure out what are those situations where it can't be applied, but from all of the feedback that I've gotten from the people that I've worked with is that it's been able to be applied in pretty much every situation that's come up. I would encourage people to definitely add this to their toolkit because it is a different approach and a very succinct approach that in just six weeks, people can help themselves.
1: Yeah, it's so funny because I'm not the counselor who wants to keep people coming week after week after week after week. I want to teach them what they need to stand on their own two feet and they get their successions and they go out into the world. And if they encounter something they don't know what to do with, they come back. It's okay. No shame in coming back. And we might go through the successions again, or we might just do a specific what applies here in this situation. Yeah. Thank you for that.
4: Arm. It comes down to, there was a quote in, I can't remember what section it was. And I believe it was, it's, now that you know that this is a choice. It's like you can't turn back. Doing this work, especially with professionals, it really brings home what we're chasing frequently when it comes to mental freedom and the ability for us to release it because we recognize that it's a choice. I would say at various stages of our life, this will work at any stage. Miriam and I were laughing about this yesterday. We're just like, now that we know this, we can't turn back. It's like we're speaking to clients or we're speaking to our coaching clients. And we're like, oh man, that's good. I got to remember that for myself next time. It's something that you can use at any stage of your life. Thank you
1: very much. I just want to tell all of you, it's certainly, it's not all of you. A lot of people weren't able to make this podcast. We had 23 people doing this for the research, and I'm just really grateful for those of you who could make it. I especially appreciate you taking a risk on me and being willing to help out with our mental freedom research. I knew you guys were almost as excited about the power of mental freedom as I am. So I wanted to give you the opportunity to share it with others who might also be interested in getting certified or those who simply want to have the mental freedom experience. From the bottom of my heart, thank you. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast and remember to leave a review and share with your connections on social media. I also hope you'll join me next week when we'll be continuing the topic of mental freedom with a special guest, Sylvester Baugh. I'm looking forward to it. Talk with you then.
0: This has been another thought-provoking episode of Life Equals Choices, Choices Equal Life. To listen to past episodes, please visit our website at lifeequalschoices.com or listen wherever you download your podcast. And don't forget, remember to subscribe.